Hello folks and welcome to what's new in Microsoft 365 and Teams for the 5th to the 19th of June. Let's have a look at what we've got for you. We've got our regular revised timelines, not so many this week. Then we're going to have a look at our 1, 2, 3, 4 main updates. Then we're going to have a quick look at bite-sized updates, quite a few actually to cover off there. And then we've got ones to watch. This is probably the best selection of ones to watch that we've uh, covered off. There's some really nice features in there that you're going to want to know about. So we cover them briefly at the end and then as they get closer to release then we'll go into more detail. Then we'll wrap up with how you keep up to, with 365. But we're going to start off with our first revised updates. So the retirement of the file share embed for Office for the Web that has been cancelled, so you can carry on using that if you use that. And the ability to join a meeting with a digital code, like you can in Zoom and, and other software, that's been put on hold, so they've had some feedback, and they're going to tweak how they, how they manage that. And the ability for organisers to lock meetings, so that's been pushed back uh, until somewhere between the middle of June and late July. So that's an interesting one. So when I was covering it off with uh, one of Inform's clients we asked the question when would you use this uh, and the main use case came up for this feature would be where a training course has got some kind of uh, certification uh, an internal certification or it's mandatory in some way and if someone rocks up halfway through the session then really they haven't really covered off the material so one, one of the, a trainer who are training was saying that would be a great feature for them so that's one to look out for coming middle of june to late july all right folks into our first actual update so you know that you can at mention people in uh, in Microsoft 365 now this ability is coming to Microsoft lists so when you're working in the comments area then you can at mention somebody curly at sign and do their name uh, and what's really nice is that it checks whether those people actually have permission to uh, to view the thing that you're that you're mentioning them in so have they got access to that list and if they haven't, then the the notify uh, the dialog box will, will open up, and then you can then you can add them and, and give them permissions to there. The recipient then will get this uh, this type of notification, which includes uh, the ability a button that takes them straight to the comment. Doesn't work in Internet Explorer, but not a lot will in the near future. And this is rolling out um, middle of March to late April 21. That can't be right. Just let's have a quick look at what's going on with that. Okay, back in the room, and that last bullet point has magically updated itself to say that that is going to roll out from the middle to the end of June. Our next one, chat bubbles in Microsoft Teams meetings. These look quite nice, actually. Um, think about when you're in a Teams meeting and you're trying to keep track of, of, of what you're watching and the person, what the person's presenting or, or their feed, and you're also trying to keep track of the, the comments uh, on on the uh, the right hand side. Um, this just means that the, the the bubbles will appear over. They'll be overlaid on on the video feed, and will hopefully just bring those chats into the meeting uh, a little bit more. You can see here just a, a zoom in of um, this uh, of a chat bubble, and you can see there we've zoomed out a little bit. And you can see how that looks on the on the on the main screen, and it hopefully will make the chat more central to the meeting itself. If you want to though, you can turn those off. You click on the ellipsis, uh, on the more actions, and then you go down and you can see there's gonna be a, a new section there called Don't Show Chat Bubbles. And that is due from the middle to late July. Okay, here's the ability to search 
for a meeting recording based on what was said in the meeting. So previously, you could only search on the title of a meeting, but if a meeting has been recorded and transcribed live during the meeting, and I think there's a default setting coming where if you record a meeting, it automatically does the, the transcript anyway, but I'll, maybe I'll follow up on that next week. And of course, we're talking about the uh, the, the new version of, of the recordings uh, and the, the other way stream is, is going to, to SharePoint and OneDrive. So these are the, the, the conditions. So it's recorded, it was transcribed live during the meeting, and it's it, the, uh, the, record, the recording and transcript lives on uh, your, your OneDrive and SharePoint, or SharePoint, sorry. Only the attendees of the meeting have got permissions to, to view the recordings in the results. So if you don't have rights to the recording, then you won't even see it in your results. And that is rolling out at the end of June. Uh, it should be done by uh, early July for most of us. Now we have the Teams Attendance Reporting Dashboard. So this new reporting dashboard will appear as a tab at the top. So if we look here, we can see we've got the attendance across the tabs across the top. And it provides the attendance information for, uh, for normal Teams meetings. But if you've set up your meeting where people have to register, so we're talking like a webinar style, then you'll get more information there. So you'll talk, you'll see the, like, the registration and, 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 the, and, the, and the attendance um, uh, data after the meeting. Now, you can view the report without downloading, which, which is nice. Now, it's not on by default. So it's, you need, your organization needs to, to turn this on. So if you don't see this when, when we pass the date when you should have it, then it's worth having a word with whoever runs Microsoft 365 in your organization and see whether they can get that uh, turned on for you. And rolling out early June to late August, so quite a long tail on there, quite a, big, uh, quite a big window for that to be rolling out, but that's coming out over the summer. Okay, so onto our bite-sized. So we've got the immersive reader coming to, to mobile, so the immersive reader is just a nicer uh, a reading experience uh, and, and a reading experience back to them if uh, you can get you can get to read read aloud for you sorry uh, for some people it just works well for them but that's coming to to mobile and if you're not sure what immersive reader is if you hop over to the, the blog and I'll include the link in the notes uh, I've got a link to immersive reader there for you live transcription with speak attribution in Microsoft Teams meetings licensing updates so those of you who work for big organizations with enterprise licenses and some business licenses as well you'll be aware that you've, you've had uh, live transcript and speaker attribution, so it tells you who said what and when they said it. Now that's been rolled out to what looked to me like most of the uh, other uh, licenses or SKUs for, uh, for, for, uh, for 365. So if you don't have that because of the license that your organization's got, or maybe you've got a very small organization, uh, look out for that. That'll be coming out uh, in July. A new service, uh, scheduler for Microsoft 365. Now, I've seen a couple of comments on this and on the Windows Weekly Podcast, uh, Mojo Foley and Co. I always forget the other presenters. I always remember Mojo's name, but the, I always forget about the others. I apologize if uh, you're interested in who they are. Um, but I talk about this on a podcast at the weekend and it sounds really good. So it, the, the system will try to, try to schedule your meetings for you and find that time. And there's a human intervention, I believe. I think that's what they were saying. There's a human intervention, so uh, somebody will behind the scenes will try to will try to get all this hooked up for you and get these meetings. Um, but it's ten dollars a month per person per month, um, so which seems like a lot. But I guess if you've got like a, a, an, an executive team who have to meet on a regular basis, and 
save him then this time or whoever got to do the scheduling uh, then maybe it'll pay but I'm guessing for big organizations just for the regular staff you know like people like us who got to do the day job and, and not the the executives at the top it's I'll be surprised how uh, how worth it that is but we'll see you know it might it might be something that's actually is worth having um, uh, but, but, but let's see how that pans out anyway so stream is getting a new uh, a new player for video. So this is the new stream, so the built-on SharePoint version. So let's have a look over here. So here's the old one. And if we just move that along, we see they've got the new one there. And and you know what, folks? It's, it's quite subtle, isn't it? So you can see, you see like the overlay. I don't even know if I've got those the right way around. I, I hope I have. I think I have. But so quite subtle changes. But it's actually what's coming then. So they, they look quite similar, but apparently some of the big changes are accessibility and usability. So, so it's, it's, it's um, these changes are more than, than skin deep. So look out for that somewhere between June and... Next up, we have uh, OneDrive and Lists being able to be installed as uh, progressive web apps. So this is just where you've got, say you've got Edge on your machine and you've got a, uh, got a site. So I think I use this personally with uh, Disney Plus. It worked really well. And it's just easier for my daughter, actually, on her laptop for me to hook up some of the web services and, and, and just add them as apps so that you can add them to the start menu. And it was, it was just a nice, easier experience for her. But you're able to do this with OneDrive and Lists. And it just works great, folks. You know, instead of having to go to, go to the site, you, you can find them in, in, your, in your start menu. But look out for that uh, at some point in July. Next up, we have the ability to sync your lists for in improved performance and online uh, offline access. So that's coming uh, July to early uh, early August. And there's a bit more to that that has to do behind the scenes. Maybe hop over to, to the blog and, and look at that section. OneDrive and Android. So we're getting some choices here with uh, with, with the color tone that we've, that we've got. So uh, the different reading modes, uh, the different levels of blue light. Uh, look out for that uh, June to early July. And this is interesting. I'm not sure who needs to see 98 video feeds in Teams, but I guess it's just nice for, you know, just to be able to flick through them and just page through them if you want to. Uh, you can see here in the large gallery, we've got the ability to go from uh, up to 98 feeds. So uh, how how useful that will be in reality, I, I don't know, but maybe it just keeps your audience engaged and is a little bit, of, little bit of fun. Okay, so. Folks, we've got on to ones to watch, and these tend to be a little bit further out, um, especially this first one. This is in November, but they, they're just worth you just being aware of what's coming. If any of your colleagues ask about these type of features, especially if anyone's a bit cranky about Microsoft 365 and Teams and Planner and anything else, it's good for you to know what's coming and, and maybe just keep them on side if they're thinking about using third-party tools. But let's have a look at this, guys. This is probably the best selection that we've had since we've been doing these. First one, recurring tasks in Microsoft Planner. This is awesome. I've heard this requested so many times. So look out for the ability to set up recurring tasks in Planner um, from November or so. Whiteboard, so it's getting some, some improvements. And over on the blog, I'll show you uh, some more information about this. But you're just going to get some improvements on what you can do uh, on the screen. And then we've got uh, some uh, updates coming to Apple. So the ability... To, 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 for the sync clients, uh, the OneDrive sync clients for the, for the new Apple chip, uh, files on demand refresh for, for macOS, 
and known folder move for macOS. I don't actually know what that is. I'm not really an Apple person, but if that means something to you, uh, go, go and look that up or, or just sit tight and as we get nearer the time, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll share more information about that. Microsoft Stream, the ability for your admin to set a, a block and download. So this just means that nobody can download or share the video of a meeting uh, unless you're the, the organizer of the, of, of the meeting. So that's uh, one to consider if you're concerned about the privacy on your, on your meetings. That's coming out next month. Outlook and Exchange for Business. So the, uh, the, the browser extension for Edge, actually, I can't remember what this is. So why don't we hop over and have a quick look. So I'm just gonna pull this over here on the blog and we're gonna have a look at this one to watch. Okay, so brings the power of mail Calendar contacts, tasks using an icon in Microsoft Edge. You can quickly access your Outlook work account or your Outlook.com or Hotmail account uh, without switching to another tab or app. The extension will be available in the Chrome store as well. So I'm not sure what to make of that one. You can see that uh, I haven't done my homework on that, although it's in my presentation. Uh, let's just see how that pans out. I'll probably talk about it in a time when there's a few more details. Are you a Microsoft Teams? Uh, webinar style meeting user and do you have Dynamics 365? So it's gonna it's gonna, it's gonna help you to, to integrate those and just help you follow up and nurture those relationships a little bit. Microsoft Teams, the default for Teams notification style. So this is interesting, if I read this right, what it's going to do is people who, who are new to Teams in your organization, so if you have a new starter, the default for their notifications is going to be the uh, the systems so of Windows notification or, or, or Mac. Um, I believe that's what I read. So I read it a couple of times and I think that's what it's saying. But I'll come back to that a bit nearer time and expand on it maybe. The whiteboard in Teams and Web. So this is not the same as your Windows whiteboard. It's just the, the lightweight uh, web version that, that also services in Teams. So you're going to get uh, a, a slightly nicer interface and make it nicer, nicer to use because the the web version is just not as good as the uh, as the Windows version. Also, you're going to get some new templates so that uh, instead of you starting from scratch, you can spin up one of those templates and get straight into using it. Another Teams one, and this is the auto recording. So when you're setting up your meeting, meeting you can tell it to auto record right from the start. And of course, folks, you maybe in your invites, you just tell people that it's going to be auto recorded and. If they've got a problem with that, then I guess they don't join the meeting. Um, but it's nice that you can just set that up in advance and get your meeting all sorted out. Uh, Outlook, you're going to get the ability to to have some rich text formatting in uh, in your description toolbars. So I've seen this a few places actually. So Microsoft have uh, adding a rich text uh, editor uh, abilities to, to places where you couldn't have it uh, before. Um, the, the, the last one I saw being added was uh, in Microsoft Forms. Uh, and actually, I've not checked since I last talked about that. So I'll, I'll go and see actually whether that's been added to Microsoft Forms. But yeah, so you're gonna get some rich, some rich um, uh, editing uh, abilities. Um, so new default settings when opening, opening Microsoft Office files. So this, apparently, the, the date next to this is May. Uh, and I double checked this, and it definitely does say May. Uh, and I didn't, I, didn't, I, I didn't see this coming in, I didn't notice it coming in. Um, so Microsoft Teams, so when you click on a file, you can set a default as a user how it's going to be open. So will it be open in Teams? 
Will it be opened on the browser or will it be opened in the full, the full fat version of the software you got installed on your machine? I quite like that because I've got to be honest, folks, I, I think 365 is great, all the cloud stuff's great, but for a lot of the stuff that I do, I just prefer it to open in the downloaded version of the software. Uh, and I personally would, would set that as my default. But I didn't see that coming in, so I'm not sure whether I just missed it or the date is wrong on that, but uh, maybe I'll clarify that next week for you. Okay, so Fluid Components in Teams Chat. So this just means that you can add things to your chat in the actual the, the chat that you're having with, with your colleagues, and you can all work on that stuff at the same time. So it's not fixed. You don't send it and it's just fixed. You can all work on that thing. So, so let's say you had um, a table maybe. So maybe you've got a table in there and then you can all work on that on that together. So that looks interesting and that's just gonna come out uh, anytime now actually. Microsoft Teams, pin chat messages. So you may already be using these in your in, in your chat your, your 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 Teams channels. So if you've got an important message, remember you can click on the on, on the ellipsis for the for the message or, or for the post, and then you can tell it to pin. And then if anyone goes to the top right hand corner, clicks on the information disk, the little eye in the little icon up there, and then they'll see they'll see those pinned posts. So if something's important or you want to say an announcement, or you want to say something about about how it should be used, that works really well. Now that is coming to chats as well, so you can pin a chat to a, to a chat, and I think that's that, that's going to be great, especially when you have you're using chats as like a little micro um, collaboration area where where you've got like a handful of people in there, uh, and you're giving it a name, you've got all your files across the top, uh, and you can do that. So I think that's quite a nice little addition. All right, folks, let me just uh, remind you of this: if you come over to the the website, so those bite-sized things that we covered off and you can see here there's, there's some more details and those ones to watch if any of those have caught your eye pop over to the the website and you'll see there's some more information on there and at the bottom you this this ability for you to uh, to post a, a comment if you want to or you have a question now folks keep it up to date all the usual stuff you can go over to facebook to uh, twitter youtube etc now if you're watching this on youtube now then if you uh, if you subscribe then you'll get notified next time i do a video which is almost every week um Give it a thumbs up if you found the video useful because it makes a big difference to the video getting surfaced and makes it easier for you to find. Now, if you want this delivered to your inbox every week, then you can hop over to that website I was just telling you about, look in the notes for that, and then you can sign up for that. Okay, folks, so quite an interesting week, I think, this week. And that brings us to the end. I want to thank you for uh, watching, especially if you watched all, all, right to the end. I do appreciate it. I'll see you next week.